Welcome to the Young Creative Indian Spaces Community Podcast. As part of the South Asian Creativity Festival, we are inviting creatives of Indian and South Asian origin from all over the world to talk about their unique creative practices, experiences and philosophies. One conversation at a time, we are trying to explore the nuances of being a South Asian origin creative. The diaspora is diverse and multidimensional. originating from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Nepal, Maldives and thriving across every part of the world. Young creatives relate the nuances of South Asia, its cultures, identities, religions, problems and beauty. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Jawad Malik is a motion AR designer and 3D artist based in London with several years of experience in the industry. He has created campaigns for brands such as Spotify, ASOS, Just Eat, TikTok, and Nutrigena. Jawad aims to design and create powerful advertising campaigns that sparks emotions and connection within people, and is passionate about making design more inclusive for a wider audience. He is responsible for ensuring diversity to be attained through filters created for global giants, from TikTok to Instagram. and is leading the charge on creating filters that promote body positivity. Uh, okay. So let's start with the first question, Jawad. Uh the fo- it's it's a kind of an abstract question. Uh what does creativity really mean to you? And when you kind of define creativity, Can you briefly also talk about your creative practices and what do you think makes them really unique? Mm, for sure. Um I think for me creativity is simply like being able to push the boundaries um in whatever you're making whether that be like an image mm. whether it be like a film uh, a poem you know something that really resonates with people and whether that people that, that those group of people be one person whether it be 50 people or a thousand people you know it's, uh, it's something where you're telling your story um but other people can feel some kind of emotion or resonate with it in some kind of way um i think for me with my creative practice uh what i do is i observe a lot um you mm. know i'm inspired by so many different kinds of people um from all over the world really like we're quite lucky we live in a digital age where everyone's connected so easily and um you know i i really enjoy reading a lot i enjoy lots of history and i think for me it's like meshing all of these different kinds of worlds together um you know i also take part in lots of 3d based artwork which i don't mm-hmm. really see a lot of. um you know a lot of people mm-hmm. are like illustrators or you know mm-hmm. graphic designers and i think bringing 3d into this world of uh, visual art for is is really kind of still quite unique and quite new um uh 3d artists seem to be in this whole separate genre for some reason and i feel like bringing it back a step because we're all artists we're all we're all visual designers and it's kind of interesting to see that there's been a divide um and it's about un- unifying that a little bit for me <laughs> but yeah i think um you know just uh just coming up with concepts uh that really resonate with me or, or some things that keep me up at night that's how my creative process kind of really works i i just like telling ideas or, or speaking about things that 
maybe just kind of just are on my mind or just thoughts, you know, um, I'm not really interested in just creating artwork for the sake of creating it. If, mm-hmm. if it doesn't resonate with me, if it's not a strong enough personal story, then I find it hard to create something. Yeah, no, I totally understand. Uh, yeah, and I, I feel that your motion design work as a 3D artist, it's kind of really unique and that like uh, kind of segues us to our next question. Uh, like, I want to know, like, I, you talk about, uh, like, how, what do you think about creativity, your work as a motion designer, but can you, like, describe this uh, in the sense uh, of being a South Asian creative? So when you're talking about South Asian um, creative, can you also yeah. talk about your particular South Asian background? Yeah. So um, my particular South Asian background is I come from a, a strong kind of like Pakistani background. Um, both my parents come from Pakistan. Uh, oh, well, my mom was born here, but you know, she originates from Pakistan as well. Um, and, um, you know, the, my mom's side of the family grew up in Peshawar, uh, so quite close to Afghanistan. So mm-hmm. I think there's probably some distant relations there. And my dad's side grew up in Bindi. Um, and um, I've always kind of wondered, like, you know, um, I'm British. But people consider me as not being British, just simply from the way that I look. And then uh, the older I got, my, one of my best friends, by the way, he's, he's Indian, and I grew up with him. And I, you know, we've been friends since we were six. Um, and um, there's not much that is different about us. But um, you know, the older I got in the UK, the more I realized actually a lot of a lot of people don't see me as Indian. They will define me just as Pakistani. And um, and I wondered why I could have ancestry from uh, from from India, but you know, not not really have any kind of claim to it. And I always thought that was quite quite interesting. So I've always seen myself as a bit of a uh, bit of a lost identity. I don't really know where I kind of belong. So I was just like, okay, well, what do I do? Um, and I think creating or be, being a creative has allowed me to express myself and borrow from like mm-hmm. history, borrow from, from, from like Indian tradition, borrow from like Pakistani tradition, borrow, borrow from like Afghani tradition and like kind of just mix it all together. Mm-hmm. And like growing up here in the UK has been quite nice because, um, you know, I've been allowed access to forms of visual design, visual communications that, you know, most people probably probably wouldn't have back home like I, I remember being like six years old and like my mom took me to go see a Salvador Dali exhibition and mm. you know that blew my mind at like the age of six six or eight I don't I don't really remember how, how young I was but it was quite cool to be able to see um artists displayed in such a such a huge kind of grand galleries and stuff and I really kind of was like okay this is this is something I want to be able to do I want to be able to create work that 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 speaks with people and having this like kind of lost identity meant that I didn't really know what was going on with myself. So um, I had to find a way to, to kind of sit down and just think about these different aspects of my life and how I wanted to bring them together. For me, artwork and creativity has, has done that, you know, it's allowed me to, to really kind of bring myself into one, one person, whether it's through bits of work that, showcase uh you know south indian styles or bits of work that showcase activism work uh you know i'm a big believer in activism um you know it, it displays a full part of me really and that's i think the 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 best thing about creativity and and you know art in general 
That's amazing. Yeah, uh, I was actually kind of like browsing through your Instagram. So I could say that like uh, your artwork does have a strong South Asian, uh, Daisy uh, influence where uh where you are actually kind of kind of communicating your pakistani and basically generally south asian identity through your work so it's like there's your series where uh where it's like you're using the terms like netflix and chai flex and my melanin keep calm and drink punk so these are like so super uh desi and south asian cultural references and yeah uh i i, I can understand that like because we, um, being Indian, uh, like uh, Indian and Pakistani culture are almost so similar. It's just the is different in nationality. That's why the term South Asian is being used as a more inclusive term to kind of include the common identities that we have as Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi, and Sri Lankans. And when you talked about Salvador Dali, I could definitely see in your artwork there is a, some surreal elements to that. So maybe that's your kind of inspiration that you had as a child, right? Maybe that's yeah, that could yeah, be. Sure. definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, looking at the the kind of like the the piece you just spoke about, it was um, it, I think it was my first kind of like piece where I was just like, okay, I wanna I wanna delve more into the realms of identity and who I am as a person because I think at that time it was a lot of people were speaking about George Floyd and you know people speaking about Black Lives Matter and what that means. And growing up in the UK, I've, I've faced a lot of racism here. You know, it's, it's, it's not been a pretty picture here uh, at all in any way for, for a lot of people. Um, and I think it was important to tell my story uh, as much as I could, you know, and who I am as well. Yeah, yeah. And actually, this like brings me to my next question as well. As you talked about your experiences, uh, kind of navigating your race and identity in Britain. Uh, like, I want to know, like, I think you kind of mentioned this, but do you think your art and creative practices kind of help express your identity as of a Pakistani British person in a more nuanced and a more complex fashion? Um, maybe, I think, I think for me, like the idea of creativity, um, it needs to be whatever whatever the person creating or viewing the artwork needs it to be. It just needs to be a free-forming thing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not really into telling people how to create artwork or what they should be mm-hmm. doing um, because that's just it's just too rigid. There's definitely things I like more than others, but I think that goes for everyone. Um, if you're expressing yourself, then I think that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, um, for me, it, it's kind of helped bring all of these identities together because I was a very fractured person like growing up I had so many different parts to me Uh, I kept people in different boxes all the time I didn't let friends mix with each other I had different friend groups for different things Um, I kept my family very separate from all of that too so I could be one way with these people one way with that that person and um, it's only I think now that I'm married and um, I've had to bring all of these people and these 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 ideas and these things together that I've become more of a whole person um, and I'm able to express that through, through through all of this kind of creativity like it's really helped me it's really been kind of like therapeutic in that way yeah definitely uh, because I definitely feel that uh, like being being an immigrant or uh, being first generation or second generation in your case uh, it's I feel like why do you think like films 
literature and art like why people kind it kind of brings culture together in understanding these complex things about different cultures right like it's it's very hard to kind of kind of kind of just relay your particular experiences uh growing up in a pakistani family in britain uh being an indian immigrant in canada i think through art through films subconsciously or subconsciously right in a way you kind of communicate that and that's why i i really like the term creativity in that sense that you could be creative in tell, talking about a lot of these nuances that are hidden uh in different cultures and that's how culture can successfully communicate with each other uh without kind of misinterpreting that's what happens like th- th- that's the whole problem right a miscommunication yeah. between different communities that that's why we have problems around the world right between a lot of uh, uh that's why that's the kind of a struggle and that's what artists and creatives are always ready for to kind of express themselves authentically in that process they also express the background and the cultures that they uh have been brought up in so yeah i want to ask you this now uh, uh as a uh, as uh, as a young creative uh mm. what are your hopes for the future and so when i talk about hopes uh because yeah. the creative landscape around uh, us in the last 10 years have kind of shifted to a really digital space so yeah. also talk about that uh, and yeah for sure i mean um so i think the hopes for my future uh, in particular i'll be i'll be being narcissistic and talk about myself first is um you know i really want to create a space where a bunch of artists like a collective of artists mm. come together and showcase their work in a gallery that's really kind of what i'm trying to aim towards at the moment um which is quite interesting you know we just spoke about digital space but i'll, I'll come back to that in a second um yeah like uh i think for me as a 3d designer and a lot of work, like i work as a motion designer in social advertising and um a lot of my work is just digital you know people don't get to see it people don't get to feel it people don't get to touch it and i think working in 3d particularly like it i can create things that could be printed or could have physical form and i really want to make a space where i have all of that and i have lots of artists interacting with each other like there might be some film displays there might be like some performances there might be like some some physical things that people can touch or feels or just kind of like some full sensory experience that's really kind of what i want to do next um or what i'm aiming towards um but yeah i think um i think um you know what what the digital space is saying is like you know it's allowed people to have lots of access to that so it's allowed people to be able to share their work which is fantastic you know there's so much artwork there's so many great artists out there but um i feel i personally have this feeling that it's, it's not enough like you can connect to it but it, it's oversaturated now there's way too much work it's hard to find what you're looking for it's hard to find things you can really resonate with um especially because people are now on this trend of making like social justice posts um this post after post after post yeah. is mm. there's certainly things going on in the world and this there's a lot wrong with it you know and we people are rightly trying to rectify that but it's hard like 
you know, you're only one person and there's only so much information you can take in a day. There's only so much you can personally do to help those things. So it, I think for me, I want to move away from that and go back into the realms of like personal spaces and yeah. physical world. No, I mean, that makes sense. I feel, yeah, like there is like, because like the digital space has opened up to frankly to everyone, right? Now, like most of the people and artists have access to the internet and uh, it has kind of uh, gave them access to showcase their work and to have opinions about any and everything all the time. So that has definitely saturated as you just mentioned, right? Uh, but what I'm like really interested in, like when you talk about personal space, right? So I'm really interested, like I totally agree with that, but I feel that like we need to create like very niche digital communities that mm. that doesn't like that actually celebrates really nuanced uh, creatives and art. So that's what my mission has been to uh, with the yeah. young creative in this space, even with Juice Droplet, uh, to kind of promote programming that kind of connects uh, South Asian creatives, like South Asian folks who are in the UK, who are in Canada, who are in India, Pakistan. So that's what that's my hope for the future that at least because of this now i'm able to connect with the pakistani creative and we are able yeah. to discuss about the commonalities that we have and we are also able to share and talk about south asian culture in a more nuanced fashion right mm -hmm. so i'm more interested in actually creating a community of really talented south asian creatives so that yeah. south asian art and south asian culture and any topic about society and culture can actually go through a very very nuanced manner and a fashion not just uh, because earlier bollywood right like bollywood was one thing that that just communicated everything South Asian, but that's just like a needle in the drop of an ocean of different diverse cultures, right? Like a Bollywood film can't just explain uh, an Indian identity as well as a Pakistani identity at the same time, right? You need more nuance. So that's why I feel digital spaces are really helping us out. So that's what I'm really interested in to create niche digital spaces that can also act a little personal as well and yeah. can have access to people uh, in faraway places. So, yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, that's, that's super helpful. Like, you know, you and I have connected through digital space. Um, but there, I, I see no reason why we can't take what we've created in these digital spaces mm. and also make them permanent landscapes in the real world. Like, our voices are still missing from from European or Western societies, you know? Yes, we have some successful actors. Yes, we have some successful spaces, but really as a whole, where, where are our voices? Mm -hmm. uh, I just still don't see them enough, uh, you know? Um, I met up with a bunch of uh, talented South Asian actors yesterday, and then one of them was talking about how on a film set with 15 people, three of them were South Asian, and that was mm -hmm. a real win for them. And I still think, you know, that's that's not enough. We still need to be pushing for our our permanent spaces somewhat, you know. Yeah, and and what really hurts is like uh, as uh, as a South Asian individual, when you're uh, uh, people just assume that you are either an engineer or relegated to different working class professions, right? Either it's engineer, doctor, or other working class yeah, yeah. profession right so what about south why can't people see south asian folks as filmmakers as artists as motion designers right so what's the hold up there right like why 
this stereotype is present why this assumption is still there like i you and me wouldn't judge a white person walking hey i think this person is an engineer or it's this person is a cabbie like that person is free to be a filmmaker right and people will ask yeah. them like but like with us sometimes what happens like people just assume yeah this person has to be an engineer this person has to be a doctor or something like that so i think those are the perception that needs to be changed that that that's why i want like more representation as you kind of mentioned right we need more representation in yeah. films where uh, we should have more south asian actors as well so i definitely agree yeah. with that so yeah uh so so i think let let me ask you some uh, silly questions now like i always do that uh like uh like our conversation like the conversation we had like it 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 i wouldn't say like super serious but like okay not very silly like something that <laughs> yeah so silly questions are some of my things that i always look forward to so <laughs> let me ask you this question uh what kind of animal or a bird or just a mythical creature you personally kind of resonate with very deeply oh i think i could be that animal or a bird yeah I, I, yeah Okay so I I have two um I think the real world animal and I think most people who know me will probably say this is quite accurate um is a monkey um and I think monkey I think I'm sure this is really really common but I think monkey purely for the fact that um most people won't know this but um I did parkour professionally for about 8 9 years um you know yeah. and um I also was involved with it for like I've been doing it for about 13 years of my life like it, it's a big part of who I am and um you know monkeys you see them running jumping yeah, climbing yeah, yeah. Uh, you know I love climbing as well I compete in amateur competitions uh you know one of my friends he just took me out to uh, Portland which is a place in South England where there's just massive cliff faces where you can spend all day climbing and stuff and we did that for a couple of days and yeah I think anyone who knows me would be like monkey for sure definitely That's i'm amazing. just always climbing always jumping like i really enjoy using my body and using it to move around and stuff um but uh if i could if i could pick my own animal um it would probably be a mythological bird which is called uh angar and it's a, like a it's like a middle eastern mythical bird um and they're said to originate from mount gaf which is the same mountain um i believe that the jinn were also created on um but they're usually seen as uh symbols of pure spirits um they're known to be like based around the edge of the world uh the end of the world sorry as in like the, the where the world is meant to end um that's where they're meant to be seen and they're meant to be like usually quite beautiful symbols but that's just that's just if i could pick one because i think they're just really like fantastic looking creatures and like the way they described i think you know sometimes they describe as phoenix or griffins um but yeah like they just seem really like kind of kind of fantastic magical creatures that are just pure of spirit and i just quite yeah. that i did that's dope that's such a well thought out answer like generally people don't really think a lot about it but that was a very specific answer and like i'm so happy like that you kind of thought about it and you were like okay like i resonate with this bird like i don't still i i, I didn't uh, catch that name what's the name of the bird again Uh, it's Ankar, um, A-N-Q-A. Okay, amazing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's very interesting, you know, as well, that you parkour. Uh, I think I'm uh, browsing your Instagram, you actually, in your bio, say that you jump around a lot. So that's that's amazing. That's, 
that's very interesting as well as very, uh, you need serious talent to actually i've i've seen parkour videos and it just scares yeah. the shit out of me so uh, you are <laughs> actually doing that that's amazing man like kudos yeah for sure i mean it's that it's another space where you know we're just not seen as people you know um there's very probably very few south asian people who do parkour here in the uk i think i know maybe like five so yeah you know. i i know uh, it's it's because the previous generation uh especially in the west they have been they have been stuck in the survival mode because they are, they came as new immigrants they just like was so busy with just like trying to make ends meet right so yeah, that's yeah. why that that could be one of the uh, one of the issues and that's why i feel a lot of young creatives young people they are actually kind of breaking these new grounds so Yeah so you're yeah, parkouring yeah. right now so that's like uh, a great side for us for a brown man to parkour around that's awesome yeah, yeah. now uh so let me ask you this now uh so let's say we give you a million dollar like not me like let's say <laughs> some rich person or a rich organization decided to fund you and give you a million dollar for a creative project what would you do uh that's an interesting one i think cuz i'm so focused on this like gallery space right now that I'd probably like set something like that up like I would I would find I'd source all of these like talented south asian artists from all over the world and I would do a world tour exhibition uh with like a gallery space so we go from different galleries it'll be on for a limited time and we just really showcase all of our different styles of work there'd be a bunch of theater stuff there'd be a bunch of like film film stuff there'd be a bunch of documentaries there'd be visual art digital art vr interaction ar like everything all of it just mm-hmm. showcasing who we are and what we can do and how we're inspired both by i guess you know those who were brought up in south asian countries and those mm-hmm. who are part of the diaspora you know how our our stories kind of connect and sometimes they don't connect at all but you know we we still have that commonality with each other um and i I'd, i'd want to create something like that i think that kind of space would be would be amazing to see in the world you know from yeah. any kind of background really like if, if a bunch of arabs did it it'd be fascinating if a bunch of chinese or east eastern asian people did it amazing you know but i i obviously being south asian i think i'd really want it to be about us and what we do that's awesome yeah and i always pray that like this silly question comes true and like and your this talent is audition creative do get a funding of 1 million dollars so we get to see uh an amazing creative project such as that you kind of described so yeah yeah so okay so uh talk about some of the creatives that have uh, south asian creatives that have really inspired you oh south asian creatives specifically um i think um a lot of these will be instagram people um I think Anumation I, I mm. may have spoken to her in the past um she's fantastic like I've never actually had a conversation with her but I see her work all the time and she's really like she's created this kind of like South Asian Disney-esque style uh, I think she's worked with Disney as well in the past um and it's really kind of interesting to see Ishan Verna is another one I hope I'm saying his his name right um he's uh he's called the decorating machine uh on Instagram if you want to check out his handle and dude it's mind blowing like he works specifically within a niche market of 3D design like he works on the texturing side of mm-hmm. things so he makes 
the images that go on the 3D models. And the dude's brain works in ways I can't comprehend. Like he can make whatever he wants out of like nodes. So nodes are like these images that you're given. So things like noises and this is very kind of like technical graphic designing stuff, but he, he can then create like houses or beautiful images. And I, I think he's well worth checking out because dude, man, he's only 22 years old. Like he's a lot younger than me. I'd love to see where he's at in 10 years time because the stuff he's making now is phenomenal. Uh, I can't wait to see what, he, what he's going to create later. Um, yeah, I think they're, they're kind of like my top two South Asian, South Asian designers, to be honest. I have a few others, but um, hard to think of names right now, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I, I, like I said, you know, I'm inspired by loads of different people from all over the world. You know, uh, yeah, so. you can you can also talk about any non-South Asian creative as well. That oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh, oh, if that's the case, then uh, you know, there's there's a phenomenal artist. Like my favorite artist in the world, I think, is a guy called Erwin Cruz, and um, he comes from 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 London as well. And I've met him a few times. We're actually good friends. Um, but the way he works is so phenomenal. So he's a, he's an illustrator and. Um, he just studies and studies and studies and studies and he just puts his heart and soul into all of his illustrations, man. He's, he's fantastic. And he really kind of instilled a good work ethic into me. Like, I think I kind of came along into the design world and I wasn't really that interested, to be honest. I was like kind of half in, half out. Um, I met him at university and um, I, I think seeing the way he works and seeing the way how he studies like anatomy and structure and composition, lighting, all of these different elements to make his, his work what it is, it just really blew my mind. And I was like, oh, wow, so this is how you, how you work. This is how you like become a really good designer. Um, you know, all of, the, all of the designers I work with at, at my company, by London, um you know they're all fantastic they've all taught me a lot you know i think without them i wouldn't be the designer i am today there's too many of them to name individually um but yeah i think a lot of poets um anthony Naxaguru, raymond atrobas they're they're fantastic poets they inspire my work a lot um hussein uh almoswawi i think that's how you pronounce his name and saeed jafari they're another great set of 3d artists you know i really love their work they're doing fantastic stuff out there um yeah even even my wife my wife is a writer like i love reading her work she's, she's fantastic like um yeah so i i draw inspiration wherever i can it doesn't just have to be like physical uh, like digital artwork or, or or like paintings or 3d design like even poetry or writing or whatever it is it, it can inspire you so much so exactly you know. Exactly. That's what art is all about. It doesn't have to be talk about the medium. It just have to speak to you on a very profound level. And uh, as a 3D artist, you can interpret it. As a writer, you can reinterpret it. And as a filmmaker, you interpret your feelings and emotions differently. Uh, exactly. So uh, kind of now wrapping up this session, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, recommend a book and a film that will go perfectly with a cup of chai. Oh, okay. I've, I've actually got five books can I look at, rather than a sure, film. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, Arabian Nights. I don't know if anyone's ever read Arabian Nights, 1001 Tales. Um, so, there's, there's a thousand tales, yeah. and you can get those are different collections. But um, they, those tales come from all over, like Persia, mm. like Middle East, uh, India, uh, China. Mm. Like, so, I think for anyone who is South Asian, 
and wants to know more about like our mythological stories and our mythological tales, like it's well worth giving that a read because you know there's um, there's loads in there. I have a I have another book with uh, Indian tales, which has more like I guess folklore, fairy tale kind of stuff for, mm-hmm. from India. Mm-hmm. Um, and they come from like the Tamil Nadu, Punjab, and like loads of different places. Mm-hmm, so people mm-hmm. are stuff. And like, look for it because it's out there. You know, we have our stories. They just need to be read and heard. Um, you know, the Persian Book of Kings, that's great. Um, another book, The Half God of Rainfall, which is like a short play. Um, and it's about this, uh, this African god um, who gets killed by Zeus. And he starts a war with all the African gods. And it's just amazing. It's like a really small book. You could probably read it with a cup of tea, to be honest. Um, and yeah, it's just a mad battle between them and all about like uh, women equality and how women have been put aside, even in like the, the world, of, uh, world of gods and stuff like that. Um, I think another one is The Silk Roads by Peter Frankopan, which is like a history about trade and, you know, all that kind of stuff um, and how people have migrated throughout the world. Um, that was quite fascinating to learn because he talks about how, you know, India has direct connections to what happened in, in Native America and to the people over there and, um, you know, how, how what was happening there affected, like, places in, in like, uh, the Middle East as well and, like, direct trade routes and stuff like that. So it's all quite fascinating stuff. But, you know, I'm a big history buff. I love learning about that kind of stuff. Um, And I think the last book I'll recommend is uh, Natives by Akala. Akala is a rapper here in the UK, and uh, he wrote this book about what it was like growing up as a a black black artist, essentially, and like what it was like for him being quite an educated student, but really not being taken seriously, but also having this life involved, semi with like some kind of gang violence, but also seeing like, he not wanting to be a part of that and how that kind of works, but how you're always like fixed with preconceived notions by other people and stuff. And I think um, it really spoke to me quite a lot just here growing up in London. You know, um, it, it's tough, man. Like life is hard, especially for immigrant families here, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, is there any particular film as well that you think will go along well with a ch- cup of chai? Ooh, particular film. Um, I, I'll recommend two two Bollywood films just to just to bring it back to South Asian a little bit, and uh, I think Hadil, which is I believe a Bollywood interpretation of the Hamlet story. Um, it was just like really beautifully done, like it was really good, mm. and um, yeah, like I, I love seeing like reinterpretations of like old Shakespeare because I'm, I'm a big fan of Shakespeare too, um, and. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the film, but it's with Ranveer Singh. It was the reinterpretation of um, Romeo and Juliet that he did. Uh, with oh, his Ram Lila. That's the one. Like, the, it was just so visually stunning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, like yeah, the, the costumes, the colours, the music. Like, it was all... And, like, it was set in a village or, like, village areas, right, I believe. And, like, just seeing that side of, of India, I think was really quite interesting for me because you know you see mainstream like cities and stuff but i don't really get to see much of that so for me i thought that was like really well done that's awesome good recommendation both these films are really great films and the books that you recommended are something that i'm pretty sure people listening to this will definitely take time to kind of research about them and hopefully read them thank you so much Jawad, uh for like 
uh, coming uh, coming over chatting with me and talking about south asian uh, south asian creativity and also giving your two cents about a lot of other things as well and before we wrap this up uh, do you want to quickly talk about how people can follow and support your work yeah uh, for sure um, and firstly just thank you for having me on 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 this project man like this is really cool like i've never had the opportunity to to like express myself as an artist in this way and it's quite hard talking about like you know your visual mediums without it being there so you know thank you for having the patience with me um, and i i really respect what you're doing and uh, i hope this project goes even bigger and you get to achieve your dreams as well man um but if yeah if anyone wants to reach me uh my instagram handle is at jawad malik so that's j u w a d malik m a l i k um and that's my handle for twitter for facebook for email me if you want to but um yeah definitely that's how you're going to reach me for sure it's amazing and is there any future project that you also want to kind of talk about that anything interesting that you just want to kind of plug in before we Ooh, kind of wrap this okay. up I'm working on quite a lot of different things. I think I have 16 projects on the go right now. Damn. But I, if anyone who is in the UK, I am showcasing some of my work at a climbing center. They're doing a gallery exhibition on the 17th at Bethwall, um, and it's a collection of different artists coming together. I actually don't know any of the other artists, so it'll be interesting to see what what it will look like. And the the Jai series that you mentioned that I made, that's what one that I'm going to be posting. So if anyone wants to come and see it. see it visually see it in the real world for the first time you know come down uh, and that's at Bethel Climbing Center that's amazing i'm sadly that it's it, the the podcast is not dated yet so uh, oh, okay. again even you're shutting out your project it's it's it doesn't matter it's just like again uh, uh, all the links will be there in the description and we will be also showcasing uh, the work submitted by Jawad in uh, in a series where we will be kind of showcasing different participants of this programming south asian creativity festival 2021 uh, from all across the world uh, from all across the diaspora as well again thank you so much jawad and yeah it was lovely chatting with you we hope you enjoyed this episode please tune in for next time to hear more south asian creatives share their unique experiences if you are a south asian origin creative we invite you to be part of the south asian creativity festival you can very well be part of our future podcast episodes and programming to do so please go to our website www.theyoungcreativeindianspace.com/ycis will support you fill out the quick form and our team will get back to you with ideas of best ways for you to be involved with us shukriya for tuning in